0: In the name of Jesus, Um, amen. This morning, I would like to share a simple premise with you. And and that's this. That hope looks somewhere. Hope looks somewhere. When you're hoping for something to come true, something to happen, to receive something, you you look to something or someone to fulfill that hope. That's my premise today. Hope looks somewhere. Uh, Let me just give you one quick example of this. Uh, When I was in high school... I was a runner as I am now. I uh, ran cross country and, and track. And uh, when I started running in high school, things were going pretty well for me. Uh, by my standards, I thought I was doing okay, pretty good at it. Uh, but then all of a sudden, I started to get these nagging injuries. And uh, they were mostly with my knees. Uh, I was having a lot of pain there. And I wasn't able to run uh, like I had been and, and like I wanted to. And uh, my, my parents told me that some of this might just be genetic, kind of ran in the family, and there might not be much that I could do about it. I needed to be prepared for that. But I, I still had hope that, that someone would be able to help me and that I would be healed and, and be running like I had been. And my, my parents, to their credit, they were so gracious, uh, so kind. Uh, my mom would take me to all sorts of doctors, went to our general practitioner, Uh, Went to podiatrists, thinking that maybe the the problem started in my feet. Went to chiropractors. Um, uh, We went to all sorts of doctors, sports medicine doctors. No one was really able to help me, and I was starting to lose hope. I was getting really frustrated. But uh, then one day, our our coach told me that that he had made a connection with a a physician that I, I should probably go meet. And I don't remember this man's exact title, but he was something like a team physician for the junior national Olympic team. And I might have that a little wrong, but the word that jumped out to me at the time was Olympic. <laughs> and I remember thinking, if anyone's going to help me uh, get, get better, be healed, if anyone's going to help me achieve my running goals, it's going to be this guy, an Olympic doctor. Um, I looked to him for hope. My hope was that I would be healed, that I would run fast again, and I looked to that doctor to fulfill my hope. Hope looks somewhere. I would guess that if you've ever been sick or you have someone in your life that you love that is struggling through some illness or some ailment, some some pain, right, that, that you've looked to doctors and nurses too. We're, we're getting close to Christmas now. It's only a few weeks away. Many of us are hoping for some presents. And maybe we're looking underneath the tree or we look to Santa Claus. We write him letters or we look to our spouses to give us what we really want. Uh, all of us, I think, are hoping right now for this pandemic to be over. We're We've been struggling for a while, and I think we look to our politicians who will create policies, our our scientists to create vaccines and and treatments. We look to Pfizer and Moderna, these drug companies, to help put an end to this all. Uh, Maybe you are hoping, I don't know, to retire one day. I would guess then that you look to your career. You keep a close eye on your bank account to make sure that that will be able to happen one day, like you want it to. Hope looks somewhere. I, I, I think I know from talking with some of you that, that you are that person that, that other people look to in hope. Right, you're the one that when your family is hoping to come home and find dinner on the table, they're looking and expecting you to put it there, right? When, when they're hoping they can just open the refrigerator doors and see it full of food and snacks, they, they look to you for that. Um, they look to you to, to fix their problems, uh, they look to you to, to find toilet paper when all the stores are sold out. Uh, you are that person that people look to in hope. And uh, that's a hard place to be. It's overwhelming. It's a big burden to carry. But I think some of you are, are there. Hope looks somewhere. Yeah. Uh, our, our passage for today from, from the book of Isaiah, I think, started to point us in the right direction. Right? Uh, th- this passage from Isaiah presented to us this figure that we are meant to look to in hope, the one who will fulfill the deepest longings and hopes of our hearts. Now, the figure in Isaiah uh, chapter 61, at least as it starts, is somewhat of a shadowy figure. It's not quite obvious who is it that we're supposed to look to, who's talking here. Um, is it God? Is it the Lord? Is it Isaiah who's, who's offering us this hope? Is it the Messiah? Is it the suffering servant that Isaiah has introduced us to? Who is this one that we are meant to look to? Now, again, this figure is somewhat shadowy. It's not quite clear when you just read Isaiah 61. What is clear, though, is that this one is presenting themselves as the one that we ought to look to, right? And listen to what they say, right? Listen to the hopes that they will fulfill. Again, we heard these words earlier. It said, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me. This... This one, whoever it is, is special, set apart to do something. And here's what they're going to do. They're going to preach good news to the poor. They're going to bind up the brokenhearted. They're going to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners. They're going to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor, bringing joy. Wow, we are to look to this one, whoever it is, in hope. Now... Uh, We aren't kept on the edge of our seat waiting to find out who this shadowy figure is for too long. Luke Luke chapter 4 that we heard from makes it pretty clear. But before we get to Luke 4, I want to spend just another minute here in in Isaiah 61. Because I I think the problem sometimes for us is that we have all of these hopes and we look to the wrong people or the wrong places in hope. Uh, People in places that cannot fulfill the hopes that we have people and places that will let us down. Sometimes the problem is that we're looking to the wrong places with our hopes. But sometimes the problem is that we have the wrong hopes. (laughs) Uh, Listen to what we ought to be hoping for. We ought to be hoping that the good news be preached to the poor, that the brokenhearted be, be binded, bound up, that, that the captives would be set free and, and that those who are prisoners to darkness would be released and come to see the light. We have to be hoping that, that the, the time of the Lord's favor would be upon us. That's what Isaiah suggests should be our, our ultimate hopes. Is that what you're hoping for? Is it? I think some of us here today, we can say yes. Oh, I would love for that to happen. That's what this world needs. But but the truth is, I think sometimes if we're honest, our hopes have become much smaller than that. I don't know if it's just because of the brokenness of sin in this world, because maybe we've gotten comfortable or complacent, or or maybe because sometimes we look out at the problems around us and they seem impossible to fix. Right? Like there's no solving the issues, the big issues that are plaguing our world today. And so we just kind of throw up our hands and we, we shrink down our hopes. And, and suddenly what we're hoping for, what we're spending a lot of time hoping for, is, is material stuff, riches, or, or maybe the applause or the praise of, of other people. We, we hope for the latest new gadget or um, an outfit for, for Christmas, right? Uh, we hope for all sorts of things. And it's like our hopes have shrunk down. And Isaiah reminds us that we can can once again broaden those hopes. That the deepest longings of our hearts are ours. That that we are allowed to dream big because of what is ours in Jesus. See, Jesus is the one that we ought to look to in hope. That's what he tells us in Luke chapter 4. All of those words of Isaiah are, are actually spoken by Jesus. He is that shadowy figure in isaiah right that's what jesus makes clear when he quotes those words from isaiah he's saying i am the one that you ought to be looking to right i am the one who is going to to bind up the brokenhearted. i am the one who's going to shine light into the darkness of, of those who are captive i'm the one who is going to set you free and and bring about a time of renewal i'm the one you ought to be looking to right that's what jesus says as he quotes these words we heard it earlier I love what happens next, though, right after Jesus opens the the scroll from Isaiah and and quotes that passage. Listen to this. This to me is just so amazing. It says, then Jesus rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. I think that's like the first century version of a mic drop, right? Jesus making his point loud and clear. And here's what comes next, though. This is just as, as amazing. It says, the eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him. Everyone there was looking to Jesus. That's what Jesus wants. He wants us to fasten our eyes on him because he is the only one who can fulfill our our biggest hopes and dreams. We don't look to Jesus to, to, to satisfy every one of our whims. Uh, we don't just look to Jesus to double our salary so we can take more vacations, right? We don't look to Jesus just to uh, affirm all of our decisions, as messed up as, as they might be. No, we look to Jesus to solve the, the biggest issues of our world. We look to Jesus to, to fulfill those, those big hopes and dreams that, that Isaiah talked about today. So, so maybe you've been looking to all sorts of places, all sorts of people in hope, Uh, Maybe it's an institution, maybe it's a politician, Uh, maybe it's a family member. Well, I think today we're reminded that all of those people will let you down, but Jesus won't. The truth is that maybe some of you listening are those people that everyone else seems to be looking to, and that is a heavy burden to carry, that is a heavy weight to, to carry around on your shoulders. Well, you can let them know. All of those people who are looking to you in hope, you can let them know that you will let them down. But Jesus won't. And I pray that you would remember that too. The eyes of all were fastened on Jesus. I pray that that would be true of us that we would fasten our eyes on Jesus by turning to his word daily, continually. I pray that we would fasten our eyes on Jesus as we go to him in prayer. I pray that we would fasten our eyes on Jesus, looking to him in hope as we we sing our songs and and gather together with, with our Christian family. We fasten our eyes on Jesus. We look to him in hope because he is the one who can fulfill that hope. He's the one who began that work of fulfilling our hopes and dreams by coming into this world on Christmas and then dying on the cross and then rising from the tomb. And and his promise is that one day he's going to return one day to bring to completion all of our hopes and dreams. Dream big, dear friends, and look to Jesus. Fasten your eyes on him. In Jesus' name, amen.